You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey there, everybody. This is Randy. And before we get to tonight's fantastically off-the-rails episode, I just wanted to jump on and remind you that we do a live stream every week. That's why the shows sound like this these days. Every week, Thursdays at 8 p.m., 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. If you go to grolixpodcast.com slash live, we'll have links to where you need to get to if you want to watch those. The reason I mention it is because this week, if you're listening to this the day it goes out, July 26th, 2021, then you're in time to catch this week's live stream. And the reason I mention it specifically is because we're going to talk about a certain Masters of the Universe property that just came out, and it's got all kinds of fanboy panties in a bunch. All three of us have actually watched it already. I'm actually super excited to dive into that horrible mess of a conversation, but I am going to wait till Thursday. So join us. It's going to get sloppy. And that's really it. That's really all I had to say. Here's another live stream, unedited. My apologies. But that's the trade-off for the weekly episodes. So here we go. We're going to talk about Fear Street Part 3, Gunpowder Milkshake. And at one point, it totally derails and we talk about Doctor Who for a long time. If you like Doctor Who, you're going to love it. And if you don't, what's wrong with you? Welcome to Grolix Nights, the Grolix podcast live show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. Tonight, Fear Street gets witchy, theater owners get whiny, and uh, there might be a little hashtag Snyder Watch segment this tonight. This episode. Um, otherwise, we're playing it loosey goosey. How are you guys doing? <laughs> loosey goosey, what is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Just walked in the door, pretty much. Also, I bet you got things to talk about. What are you? Why? What where, where, where were you? Uh, we were just kind of all over uh, Western Nebraska, so really nothing to talk about. <laughs> I, yeah. I ate good food and I drank good beverage. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's sounds like the desires of a I don't know. Well, maybe not a Viking, but something. You know. <laughs> yeah. Good grog and mm-hmm. my inner Thor and Loki. Mm. Yeah. Do you see lots of cows and corn? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. I, yeah, I, I kind of get why we're the flyover state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not even telephone poles at certain points. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Tra- traveling out Western Nebraska, especially like at least over on the east side, we kind of have some hills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not big hills, but they break up the landscape a little bit. Man, the closer you get to Colorado before it gets all goes all crazy, there's just nothing. It's just right. flat. We were like in Sandhill Country too, so like, like the best you can hope for is brown. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like different degrees of brown, different yeah. shades of brown. <laughs> okay, well, I was wrong. You had. <laughs> yeah, no, you will get no time filler from me, sir. 
Uh, yeah, otherwise, we're winging it. So uh, I guess we'll just jump into what we've been watching lately. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't have anything else to talk about. Winging it like a sandhill crane. There we go. There's the tying it together. Segway. Mm -hmm. Gotta have that segue. Honestly, not a whole lot. Melanie and I watched a couple of movies. Well, it must have been last weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, And otherwise, yeah, not too much. But of those movies we watched, one of them was the third and final installment in the Netflix Fear Street trilogy of films. Fear Street Part Three, nineteen sixty. Or sorry, sixteen sixty six. It's almost the year of the de- the beast. Yeah. Just a thousand years too late. <laughs> um, yeah, and this wraps up. We've talked about Fear Street the last two weeks. We mentioned it because we've been watching it as it comes out on Netflix. And uh, I mean, I guess the title would indicate because the first one was 1994. Then you had 1978. And uh, this one you got 19 or 1666. And... This one and the last one, 1994, the 1994 segment kind of serves as like a wraparound for each movie, really, mm-hmm. um, because essentially the second and third movies are like the flashbacks, right? Yeah. Uh, and the last two movies, they were okay. Middle of the road. N- not amazing, like a little, a little cheesy in their exposition delivery and stuff like that, but for in terms of like kind of supernatural supernatural slasher movies. I thought they had, you know, some things going for them, some good gore for modern mm-hmm. slasher for sure. Yeah. Um this one is different. Melanie, what did you think of this one? Um it was pretty good. Uh it there was I was surprised a little by the direction it went. Um I mean, I kind I didn't necessarily suspect um the entire thing, there was some of it that I thought maybe it's going to go this direction, but but the whole th- way of where it went, like who who is the responsible parties and all that, that surprised me a little. Yeah, we'll do our best to avoid spoilers, and we're not going to talk about it too much, but uh, I actually felt the way the exposition was delivered this episode was mm-hmm. better than the first two, or this, you could call it an episode, this installment mm-hmm. was better than the first two. Yeah. Because... Essentially, the this the majority of this one serves to like explain everything, which could be the most dangerous when it comes to exposition. But instead of, I mean, they did the movie thing; they showed instead of told. They essentially took one of our main characters from the previous movies and had them live out the experiences that kind of explain where the whole thing started. Right. Which was um kind of which was I don't know an interesting choice. Hmm. And uh, I thought it worked pretty well. Actually, <laughs> of course, I like a camp slasher. Right. But I was thinking the this one, the 1666, would maybe be the least interesting. But actually, mm-hmm. for the bulk of it, I think was the most interesting to me. Yeah. Just because it was such a different setting. It was. It wasn't like the witch good, but it was. Right. Uh, you know, still a fun weird time because it's it's kind of easy to make people a little crazy back in the day because they were at least in america paul oh i'm sorry i was just gonna say paul's behind the paul we're streaming now are we not on facebook he just messaged Uh me and asked if we were taking the week off it's like no we've been streaming man we're on twitch man sweet (laughs) it must not be 
here. I'll send him the link. It must not have notified people. Well, that's great. I got a couple of notifications, but I don't remember where. I don't have any notifications, but I shut my notifications off because I don't want to hear from people. Oh, Paul, there it is. Got the notification. Man, Facebook's real slow. Delay. Well, Paul, we're already talking about Fear Street Part 3, which is probably the one thing we're talking about this episode you're really interested in. <laughs> but, uh, and I, oh, Mel- Melanie mentioned The Witch. It's not, it's, it's no The Witch, and it's definitely not, but it's almost like a CW version of The Witch. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> and there is some gore, but it doesn't, like, this, this installment doesn't play like a slasher. Mm-mm. And so the gore isn't required. Know what? I take it back. There is some hardcore gore. There is, there's a part where somebody loses an important appendage, not mm-hmm. inappropriate. I'm just trying not to be too super spoilery. And it the horrible. It was like one of those like, yeah, oh yeah. You you feel pain watching it. Mm-hmm. So I take it back. There is some pretty hardcore like gore and violence. It yeah. felt. I think what was different about that versus the gore in the first two ones is it, it, it was violence. The other ones were like over-the-top slasher gore. This uh-huh. one seemed like violence. Right. But this one seemed a lot... seemed so much more personal, really, yeah. than, than any of the others, so that makes a difference, too. I The one thing I didn't like about it is because, like, you, we already mentioned, it's the main character uh, of, this, of this series or whatever, uh, basically living out the the history, mm-hmm. the person that she was when they showed the actual person, she looked like she was like ten, and that was really weird, and I didn't care for that. That's an interesting point. She did. I don't think she was supposed to be that young, but the act, the actor, actress did look, did look very young. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, um, it does the whole because I mean you know sixteen sixty six alludes to it and. If you watch the first two, you know it alludes to some type of witch. It does the whole, there's going to be a witch trial type thing, right? It's, that's not really a spoiler. And it does that very well. I felt the frustration that would that should go along with a witch trial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ignorant people, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to watch sometimes. And it, mm-hmm. it pulls that, like, it does that pretty well. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah it'd be crazy to live in the times when they're like, my milk is sour. Someone's bewitched at my house. Kill the witches. That's just nuts, you know? I see Jesse reacting to things. What are you reacting to? People saying things? Nope. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying the whole TikTok thing out. So TikTok, uh-huh. hello. Hello, people on TikTok. I'm trying to see if I can get some sound out of it, too. Uh, uh-huh. When I was testing it out earlier, it should be working. But also, maybe it isn't. I don't know. I'll so break. TikTok. I'll break. Please let me know if you can hear my co-hosts. Hi. You should be able to hear me. Welcome. If- we'll stream to all of the places. Danny O'Manny is uh, is in the live. If he uh, can hear me, hopefully he can hear you guys. Yeah. You guys let me know because otherwise this is pointless and you should join in on Twitch. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if it works, hello, TikTok. We'll stream yes. to all the services, all of them. You can hear me. Can you hear them? I'm guessing. Yeah. Basically, just ask him if he can hear anyone other than you. Right. They're telling me they can hear me, but they can't hear. If you can't uh, hear them, then I sound like a crazy person, which nah, I do just, that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grolics. So 
at Grog's podcast on TikTok now has one video. Yeah. Just refer, just refer them to that video if they're confused. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically this, what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. They can hear you guys. Okay. Yay. That's good. Cause if you can't hear me, then pff, why watch the show? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so hello, TikTok. We finally figured this out. Yay. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, Melanie, did you have other thoughts you wanted to share on the third Fear Street before we wrap that up? Um, no, I would just say if you're a horror fan, um, it's worth watching the three. But you got to watch all three or it, I don't think it would really necessarily none of them would pay off well without the others. Right. They don't stand well on their own. No. At all. Even even the third one, even though that's like kind of the core of the tale, the the very beginning and the and the end would be so confusing if you're like wait mm-hmm. what's all this other stuff right why are we what 1994 what's going on mm-hmm. Mel, melanie is obviously the star yeah she's the one when people are like when people say they love somebody specific on our show it's always her yay everyone loves me <laughs> yeah, the, these fear street movies the interesting thing is like the rated r they've got some some admirable gore and lots of f-bombs mm-hmm. yet they still feel like they're i mean they're based on rl stein books but they're rl they're the rl stein like young adult or teen series mm-hmm. but they still have that like made for kids of sorts mm-hmm. feel in a way which is it's such a weird mix and i guess it's it's not inappropriate it's like it's not just made for kids it's like this is made for you. If you were a kid in the nineties, this is for you. And it's still got that mentality of you in the nineties, but it's mm-hmm. got an, the R rating. Right. So it's, it's pretty strange. Um, I will just say on the third one, I gave it three stars. I've given them all three stars because they're all like, not bad. They're entertaining. They're not amazing. This one, I wanted to rate higher than the first two, but I did. I docked it for the most cringy Konami code reference ever at the end there's a heartfelt speech that revolves around the konami code and i'm like no mm-hmm. no yeah stop it kid yeah nobody's buying this right also there's some like cutesy like wink nods at like maybe like cd players aren't any good maybe in the future there'll be mp3 players and there's like this i, I and it bugged me i had yeah. to actually research it after be like did these things that they referenced existed in 1994 they did, but kids in school weren't talking about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah. We always get too deep into stuff, but I think was it like we were looking up SD cards to see because that's what it needed, and they were like, they were like six thousand dollars a piece. There's no way. Yeah, but... <laughs> we're talking about solid state drives and like it, it was just supposed to be like a cute little like someday there will be MP3 players like wink and nod at technology that's not there yet, and I was like, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, real quick. Well, maybe not. Who knows? I always say it real quick. The other thing <laughs> we watched was Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is a movie. Oh, I was thinking about watching that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it had a great you, cast. It, it did. It did. Um, Amy mm. Pond. <laughs> the guy had Amy Pond. Not her real name, but that, that's how we do. You, listen, if you're, if you're an actor and we discovered you through Doctor Who... Your character's name is just your name forever now. Yes, that's definitely the case. You're going to have to accept it, with the exception of doctors. Yeah, Capaldi's always Capaldi, Tennant's always Tennant, and such. 
Capaldi's not even the third, uh, the twelfth Doctor to me. He's the Capaldi Doctor. <laughs> that's how special he is. I feel like that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you want to watch it? Maybe we can talk about it on a future episode, or well, uh, do you recommend it? <laughs> I, I got a sense that you don't. I gave it two and a half. It, it's not bad necessarily. It's just generic kind of, or like it, it is like so many other movies that I've seen, you know, it, and there's nothing you super unique about it to make it stand out. It's all, I mean, it's, it is to have a, the, or the focus is all on females, um, which is nice, but even that they don't, I mean, not that they, I don't like it when they force stuff, you know, uh, to make it feminist or whatever, because it usually isn't when they do it that way. Um, so that was nice, but it's, it's it, I don't know. Okay. Uh, can I ask you then? Yes. Because the messaging was a little unclear. Okay. So are you saying it doesn't suffer from the usual kind of like condescending or cringy thing that, re- that revolves around a thing that's supposed to be like, this is for feminism. It mm-hmm. doesn't have that issue. <sighs> I felt it. I felt it didn't, but I'm a man. So. It it doesn't. It, it maybe it does a little bit, but if it is, it's just an undertone. It's not like like the MCU female lineup that is inappropriate at that point in time. It doesn't make any sense, you know. It's just. Uh, I think the characters maybe are a little clunky, you know. But that's that's about it. Right. Yeah. No, I agree because it was. You follow like the main character and characters are all women and all pretty much all the men are villains but it doesn't play it as like all well, I men mean, are evil it's just all to, the men in this are evil <laughs> to be fair even the women are not good That's people true. all the women are kind <laughs> everybody of in the show is bad except maybe the little girl but like you know i don't know there's lots of references to to female authors like that's mm-hmm. a big motif yeah and it does a lot of things that could come across poorly but I, I don't feel like it did. It just did them without feeling like it had to celebrate the fact that it did them. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to, you know, I don't know, it, draw attention to it. It just did it. And mm-hmm. just the way it is. And watching it partway through, I was thinking about that god-awful Black Christmas remake, uh, the most recent mm-hmm. one, and how that just failed so miserably. Yeah. And it's just like, this one's just doing it. It's just fine. Mm-hmm. Of course, this movie is different. It doesn't, it's not trying to convey such a like strong message as mm-hmm. Black Christmas was trying to, but maybe that's also the issue. Like, Black Christmas was trying real hard and yeah. it failed. Yeah. And this one's just, it's just having fun. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it, it almost feels like a period piece, but it's not. Like, it, you know, it's like it's supposed to be set in the 70s or 80s or something, but it's, it's not. It's modern, but it's, and okay, so I feel like for me, it's stylistic and it's mm. intentionally stylistic, but in a way that's kind of what makes it feel derivative because it doesn't feel like it's just the stylistic thing. It feels like it's trying to be Kill Bill and slash, uh, you know, I don't know, this other thing slash this other thing. And right. Just, but it feels very that's the most manufactured aspect of it is mm-hmm. the, the style it's going for mm-hmm. doesn't feel genuine. I blame it on Amy Pond because I think the, the worst part of it for me is she is not good at acting 
like she's tough or, um, you know, she just she seems like she has no emotion when she tries to do that. And that's all you get from her. You know, she when she's when she's being funny or doing something, you know, more dramatic, she's OK, I guess. But she's she's not good at being, you know, the, the tough person. So you're saying you don't want a Nebula Disney Plus series. Interesting. Gametographer says, yeah, following but not showing is live on on their list. Hmm. And they're from Twitch. Is Twitch not showing us as as live? That irritates the crap out of me. Boo, but thank you for jumping onto our Twitch. Um, Or maybe he's, yeah, whatever. Maybe he's talking about you on Twitch. It doesn't matter. Listen. We don't need these places to tell anyone we're live. We're just going to do it anyway. And nobody, we're going to do it anyways. But I mean, it'd be good out. if it worked the way it's supposed to. <laughs> right. Did tell you that we're live. That'd that be would nice. be good. Yeah. Uh, John Wick is the other thing. That's the most. That's John Wick is the biggest thing that makes this movie feel derivative because, okay, so visually it's got a little John Wick, a uh, little like kind of Tarantino ish, but conceptually uh the world and the plot and just it's john wick and -hmm. that's what makes it feel derivative like you don't really see meet anyone who isn't a part of this big like assassin organization Mm -hmm. world and people just go to places like if you need a gun you go to the library and you check out books that have guns in them and stuff like yeah it's that whole thing where it's just this weird organization and they have this like these systems. It's the whole, like the coin thing. You walk into a place and hand them a coin. And they're like, okay, everywhere's like that. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, but this isn't that world. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not constructed nearly as well. And uh, that's what makes this feel ex- very derivative is that it's, it's, it's John Wick except women. And it's not annoying that it's John Wick except women. It's just like kind of forgettable because it's like, well, but John Wick does this better. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. And if you don't have the disdain for Amy Pond that nobody <laughs> does, you'll get more enjoyment out of it. I think, I think, uh, yeah, you know what? And I feel bad. I have to have, I have to, what is her name? Uh, you, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, but Karen, I will. Uh, Karen Gillian? Karen Gillian? Or Gillian? Yeah. She's a Karen. <laughs> I feel like she does fine. She just plays it stoic. She but she the problem is her playing it stoic, she doesn't have a lot of like presence. And then when you uh what's her name? And I'm this I'm is it Lena Hetty? Uh oh yeah. What's her name from uh Circe? Circe? Yeah. When she Lannister, shows up yeah. and she's on screen, suddenly the movie changes and you're like, oh wait, suddenly I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. And it's because like oh. she has personality and charisma, and the way that uh, Karen Gillum, Gillian, Gillian, Amy Pond is playing it, <laughs> mm-hmm. she doesn't really. It's mm-hmm. kind of partially the character, so you know, take that for what it. What, what, what. I I have to agree with uh, the game photographer with Bad Gamer in the uh, in the chats. Uh, Donna and Clara, pretty good companions. I know we have beefs with Clara and how she was written, but mm-hmm. like, but Donna Donna is like one of my favorites. She's yeah. such a throwback. Yeah, Donna was great, and uh, and I think Clara was a good. I think Clara would have been fine. I don't like the way that they went with her character necessarily, but if they would have stopped. If they would just stop 
pushing things so far, I think she would have been great. But they always oh, got to yeah. take it long, like do it, take it too long and too weird. And she started as the impossible girl and then became even more impossible in the right. End, so. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Stuff in the middle, she was okay when she was just a right. normal human trying to live her life. That was fine. I feel like they didn't know Clara didn't Clara didn't have a character. Are we talking about? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Until her last season or maybe until Capaldi, she mm-hmm. didn't have a character. Um, it maybe a little bit started the last uh, season that Matt Smith was doctor, but then they like, I don't know. She was just the impossible girl and just whatever random kind of MacGuffin that uh, Moffat wanted. Mm-hmm without any real consistency until they're like, wait, we need to actually make her a person. Uh, so she has a job now. She's a teacher and, uh, and, uh, Danny pink who mm-hmm. I didn't really care for the first time through. I real recently just finished the whole Clara period. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I like Danny pink a lot. I thought I was, the character was super interesting. Yeah. I was surprised you didn't like him. I like Danny pink. I thought he was great. Maybe um, wrong. I just remember not liking him. But- <laughs> I am a little confused about their little. Obviously, the future isn't set because they went to a future that definitely didn't happen. Um, yeah, there's some real bad like uh, inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. And I really quick wanted to also say Rory is my favorite. I love Rory, and one of the reasons I hate Amy so much is because she doesn't deserve him. Yeah. Oh, he. You're okay. The game photographers is in the middle of uh, the Claire story. Claire and Capaldi. No, that's. It's when she's with Capaldi, I feel like she becomes more of a character. Mm-hmm. I wish they wouldn't have. I wish Moffat knew when to appropriately end mm-hmm. a companion's run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I liked Clara best as a crazy Dalek myself. That was pretty good as far as that goes. <laughs> like when we didn't know what was going on with her, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was like. Who is she and what 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 the crud is happening? Mm-hmm. You actually like her more than Capaldi. That's heresy. <laughs> <laughs> no one's better than Capaldi. Was it last week or maybe I didn't even say it on the show? I think I've said it before. Capaldi's my favorite doctor, I think. Mm-hmm. He's not the doctor I'd want to travel with. He does not seem fun. A little more fun once he gets into his like middle-aged uh rock yeah. and roll era. Uh-huh. But uh, he's when he's traveling with Bill, he seems like a little more fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but even st- even still, he gets intense sometimes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Fascinating. To even watch. Bill has to I be like, to be around it. I think you need to back off, doctor. I think mm-hmm. I need to be me. <laughs> Souffle, Souffle girl. Yeah. that. I'm glad she mellowed out a little bit. She mm-hmm. was super Moffat female character quirky mm-hmm. overboard, I thought. And there's appeal to that, but if that if if you had that every episode along with the doctor, it, mm-hmm. that'd be hard for me to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Grolix Nights, where uh, you can come and seriously derail the show for an hour just by mentioning Easily. a single Doctor Who reference. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, just mention Doctor Who, and now you have taken over the show. Yeah, that's okay. We didn't really have a whole lot <laughs> planned, did we? I'm going to start including that disc- like at the top of the episode when I when I do like tonight blah 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 I'm going to include unless someone mentions Doctor Who and then this episode is about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Especially when yeah any of us is in the middle of a rewatch. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. Or it does, but it doesn't. I have a question about that slower. Randy, do you think that you would like the Capaldi Doctor as much as you do if you hadn't watched um what is that show called? Thick of it? Yeah. Um He's such a throwback, it's hard. I yeah. Yeah, well, okay, I don't know about as much. Be a little bit uh Peter Capaldi being like kind of a weird interesting guy and having played like because before Doctor Who if you searched him up like on YouTube it's Malcolm Tucker and you mm-hmm. would learn you'd like there's so many he was Malcolm Tucker and that mm-hmm. character on its own is, is so great. Um so yeah, when I when I discovered him because he was cast as doctor who and then was like well who is this guy wait what's this and i watched i blew through a thick of it mm-hmm. um yeah that you, adds something that mm-hmm. said no i like i still would like him because of how he comes across mm-hmm. he's a scary doctor he is yeah like when he first shows up he i don't know maybe says something goofy but then he gives clara the attack eyebrows and like charges towards her and she like looks legitimately scared i'm like yes i'm a doctor <laughs> who can terrify someone just by looking at them mm-hmm. it's so good well yeah my other i i don't know who's my favorite doctor of the old or any of the new doctors it's the ninth i'm lying it's the ninth but of the older older <laughs> doctors um is it the, I, it's the fourth right this long long uh yeah uh, tom baker the yes scarf mm-hmm. and he yeah it, a long time and the reason that he's my favorite of the older doctors is because of that, because yeah, he gets super creepy and weird. And I love that. Yeah. I would Capaldi and, and four, I think are two of my favorite because, and they're kind of not the most alien, but kind of, they are uncomfortable because they could like suddenly be super, like say something funny and mm-hmm. be super yeah. jovial and then flip on a dime and mm-hmm. just look at you. Like they're about to murder you at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, I like bipolar people. <laughs> it's fascinating to watch. I think. Yeah. He, like I don't know. Tenet. Tenet is fun, mm-hmm. and he. I mean, they did the Time Lord Vict- uh, victorious. Like he would go dark, mm-hmm. but I don't know. You get the sense that you could just like nudge him right, and he'd just be like, "Yeah, no, that was that was silly. What was I thinking?" <laughs> Whereas one of these yeah. guys, yeah. like if they go dark you don't want to nudge them you just <laughs> leave the room and that is uh, I, I feel a more interesting character to watch mm-hmm. i agree and as he gets going he does he i mean they soften him a lot he he is almost it seems like they moffat with him they were like remember what we tried to what they tried to do with the fifth do- or uh with the uh sixth doctor let's actually do it and make it work where you start with this doctor who's like they were smart and they didn't make him like horribly vain or obnoxious. They just mm-hmm. made him or, or made him try to like kill his ap- companion by yeah. choking them out. Mm-hmm. They just made him cold and calculating and kind of more alien or mm-hmm. almost more like sociopathic or, and I'm not saying these are the same thing, some variation of autistic because he just doesn't seem to understand in that first season Capaldi mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to understand why things are affecting other people mm-hmm. he just doesn't get it yeah um but and that's interesting it, I also think it's more the way a time lord would behave though 
because they have long lifespans. People aren't, wouldn't you think you would think be as important to them? Um, they'd be more like, like I've said this before, more like pets than people um, as far as lifespans go, you know? Uh, and so they would have different emotions about things. So it wouldn't take everything as seriously as a lot of people do. And it's interesting. I, I think Tennant even kind of falls into that once in a while when he feel when his doctor feels like being petty. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they switch back and forth on that where they will play it that way. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, no, that's wrong, though. Yeah. They have that moral thing. And mm-hmm. when Capaldi, like the first season of Capaldi, he that moral thing goes away. Yeah. And that's just how he thinks about it all the time. But he kind of slowly gets that back. You know, I think Jodie Jody Whittaker could do with a little uncaring, maybe, because she cares way too much about everything, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm real interested. To, if I get... I'm into the Bill stuff already. And uh, mm-hmm. the last few days I haven't... Because, you know, I work from home, so I'll put it on the other screen and stuff. And the last few days I haven't been watching it. Um, but I'm into the Bill stuff already. And I'm super curious how it's going to strike me when I catch up to... Uh, uh, the ch- chibi chibi's era yeah after having rewatched all the modern stuff like how the new new stuff comes across uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm curious to revisit it yeah well good luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh gunpowder milkshake i gave it two and a half stars it's okay <laughs> it's real middle of the road if That's right. Like we're Amy still Pond. talking about the things we've watched. Um, if you like Amy Pond, give it a, give it a watch. It's not bad. I think it's 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 Michelle Yeoh. She doesn't have a whole bunch in it, but man, oh yeah, shows up and actually gets such a good action. cast. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, the cast is solid. Um, and that it, it, for whatever it's it doesn't it's not like shoot 'em up, but for whatever reason, it makes me think of that because that was like just dumb crazy action, and it also had a uh, what's his name. Um, Paul Giamatti, I oh. think. Oh, this has Paul Giamatti, and it's better than that, I think, for sure. Mm. There's a long road to walk there, but Can I, real quick, Savannah says I've been here the whole time, but saying that makes me think she wasn't, and she's just trying to cover. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> wait, wait, she doesn't. Okay, wait. I, I should actually read comments before I put them up on the screen first. Okay. Uh, I don't care much for Amy Pond, Savannah says. I thought Donna was amazing, and the one girl was boring. The one before... Clara? Lara? Clara. 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 Mm-hmm. Clara. However you say it. Yes. <laughs> oh. Roll your R. It's not appropriate. Well. <laughs> is, it you won't, is it you won't call her Clara because that's your daughter's name? Right. That's her. Yeah, she... Savannah's daughter's name is... Um. So, well, what about Rose? I like Rose, but Rose is not the best. She's she's the best with Tenant, and that's about. I mean, you know. Oh, not Clara, not Rose. Uh, Martha, probably. Oh. Oh yeah. Martha got a raw deal, I think, in the writing because she starts mm-hmm. so strong. Yeah. She's so getting strong. her own. Uh, she's getting her own um, big finish. Of course, she is. The mm-hmm. year of Martha Jones or whatever, Ooh. and so I'm kind of kind of interested in that because she had a kind of fun little stint on uh, Torchwood. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, they, is it going to be? When's it going to be set? Because I want to find out how she hooked up with Mickey. How did that happen? Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. To I me. don't think they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
Mickey. It, Big Finish, I don't think he's going to work with Mickey. And if oh. they are, oh, right, because with mm, Captain Jack, yeah, then s- screw them. <laughs> right. Oh, Ricky, yes, yes. Could be Mickey or Ricky. Depends on which it's, universe. Depends which universe you're in. Apparently, you're in the right. wrong one. Get on the other <laughs> side of the wall. Except Ricky actually died or something, right? Oh, and so yeah. Mickey became Ricky as a whole thing. <laughs> Wait, which Mickey was his actual name, right? And yeah, Mickey Ricky was his was actual name, but didn't he go over to that universe because his gran was over there? Yeah. Like, my gran is still alive over there, so I'm going to have the grandma that died, but not. Multiverse. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. I feel like Mickey is... Mickey and Danny Pink are kind of... Their characters start or like the concept of the characters are the same place and then just handled vastly different. I never really liked uh, Mickey, but like the show doesn't make you want to like him. The show no. doesn't like him. He was the kind show, of the coward. He's an, mm-hmm. he's an annoyance to uh, Rose, the doctor and the show itself. So you're like, well, why is that? Why do they even bother with this guy? And eventually they kind of do some stuff with him, but I feel like for the most part, they didn't really know what to do. But the idea of having like a companion who has a boyfriend uh, who's not also a companion is interesting, mm-hmm. but they didn't know what to do with it. And I feel like the Danny Pink stuff is that idea, but handled pretty well. And he never becomes a companion. I mean, he he's there and you can kind of consider him one, but he never like travels with them. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty interesting. You know, what would be what I'd like to see if they want to, you know, do anything great because they don't ever listen to my suggestions, but it, they should have a com- they should have a companion that is like married with kids and so that like they have to go but they have to be back to like tuck their kids in at night you know they can't you know show up 3 months later and be like oh this is good enough like that's, it seems most companions are able to do or if your daughter is river song ever <laughs> yeah right. right uh that's kind of what they did a little bit with with Clara and, and Danny Pink except the kids thing Man, yeah. the kids would change that dynamic so yeah, much. Yeah, right. The interactions between Mickey and Jack were, were on point, Paul says. So, so the doctor and Al Bundy. <laughs> um, I would think Peg would be a better uh, suit for the doctor, but... This rewatch, I was, I was disappointed when I seen Martha pop up with Mickey, and I was like, oh, they didn't have to do that. I mean, it's better than a uh, Perry... <laughs> getting a little like whatever in classic who mm-hmm. uh, you know like yeah off, and then it's like oh no she actually married this homicidal maniac that she hated <laughs> right, like, right. She's fine. he had no chemistry with yeah oh leela no this little pipsqueak randomly on uh gallifrey yeah she's just gonna leave and marry that guy <laughs> that yeah yeah but uh, maybe she she liked it because he made her feel like the strong woman she always tried to be that kind of makes sense leela some yeah. budding romance and unit. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Hey, Jasper, what's going on? By the way, Jasper. Hey, yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. Jasper, uh, I was going to say, is with child, but that's like when someone's pregnant, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper just had a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Throwing out the what up fam. Throwing out some <laughs> Whitaker on us. The fam. This is a very Doctor Who heavy show for... Not not having, having any plan to do Doctor Who <laughs> stuff at all. Nope. I'm always okay with that. 
yeah. BT dubs. Yeah. The thing with Doctor Who is like, we don't need a set topic for an episode. Mm-hmm. Like, you, if we're we got 50 about, years of content, 50 plus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do notes sometimes, or if we have, like, we'll have to look up stories if we're going to do news stories and or something, uh, or a list of, like, we watched this, so we're going to talk about this. This will be the main thing. No. If we're going to do Doctor Who, we don't need anything. Mm-hmm. Right. We could just get on and talk. Maybe that's what we, maybe we need to mandate like one episode a month Doctor Who episode. Yeah. It doesn't matter what. That's <laughs> the plan. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. But we never even found out if Jesse watched anything. Oh, I watched uh I watched The Tomorrow War on Amazon say, Prime. <laughs> Did you watch Doctor Who? No. <laughs> no. War? No, I watched bad I watched bad time travel. Really, it was uh, it was dumb and fun. Like I even did a TikTok. So for my TikTok crew, uh, like this this inspired a whole prompt. Uh, I've been doing like question a day kind of thing, and uh, it was like, what's dumb and fun? Well, the Tomorrow War was dumb and fun because there were like moments that were like like really kind of clever and smartly thought out, and then there was like a scene, like I, I. Sorry if I'm going to spoil this for you, but there's like a scene where they literally ramp a snowmobile into the neck of a of an alien that looks like mm-hmm. a like a displacer beast dog cat creature. Mm. I'm not going to spoil the whole thing for you guys, but there is a moment where it's like they ramped a snowmobile. I can't even I can't even fathom how hard that would be to pull off. Sounds like, amazing ramping a snowmobile like you'd have to be like jump basically jumping off of a snow cliff at the perfect time and mm-hmm. it would have to be the perfect angle to hit this thing it was it was awesome mm-hmm. but so dumb it was so dumb <laughs> right like that would right. never happen well if it was owen wilson driving then i'd be all all right yeah 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 (laughs) i mean but i had this whole moment where i was like i just started laughing because i was Mm -hmm. like this is incredible and so stupid (laughs) yeah i I think we were going to watch that at some point but we never did but so you would recommend then uh it's a fun watch it's entertaining yeah don't expect ir and there will be moments where you stop and go but that doesn't even make sense Mm -hmm. like you just set up a set of rules and i feel like you broke those rules really Mm -hmm. i I was gonna ask i was gonna ask like how the time you know how well the time travel aspect is handled that that was before before we well we never watched it but before we even were like yeah we should watch this i was like wait a minute i don't understand how like uh, how that would but yeah you know Time travel, I don't think you can do time travel really without there being some weirdness about it, you know? Uh, the gametographer says, that describes all my favorite movies, dumb and fun. 1,000% watch, don't think, just watch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like that's the most fair assessment of this movie. It's like, mm-hmm. d- don't overthink it. Go with their explanation and just have fun. Right. Because it is fun. It, it really is. Yeah. To be fair, that's most time travel movies not that they're yeah. all dumb and fun but yeah, man there's time travels well i was so explaining the flaw i was sp- explaining the flaw of uh back to the future today while we were driving across nebraska where i was like yeah they didn't uh they didn't 
take into a, a fact or take into account the fact that the Earth orbits the sun. So if you didn't calculate where the DeLorean would land in 1955, mm -hmm. you could conceivably just wind up in space. Right. Just in orbit. Mm hmm. Uh, Jasper, when you say I am quiet, do you mean uh, my microphone volume? Because if that's the case, I want to know because it's been an ongoing issue. I changed microphones today, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're definitely quieter than Jesse, but I can't hear myself, so I don't know uh, if how much louder I am than you. <laughs> <laughs> He's on it. He's on the mic. Mm -hmm. It's it's an issue, and I feel like part of it might be my computer. Or my setup, maybe I have a, maybe I have a, a, a short somewhere in the like interface, or um, Streamyard. Also, I, whoever's hosting, I feel like in Streamyard, their volume's always kind of low. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know that there have been times when we've been on Streamyard and then switched to a different um, platform or whatever, just for, for us to talk to each other and. And the sound's completely different. So it could probably be a big part of it. Well, I'm not sure what we do other than StreamYard. I tried I tried this other service out that isn't as polished in terms of live streaming. So we probably won't do that. But The one that crashed my computer? Yeah, and I found a... Oh, I didn't email them. I found a bug that <laughs> let me crash Melanie's computer. It's terrible. That's yeah. a bad bug. Listen, if you're, if you're you know, web app platform lets one person somewhere crash someone else's computer that's a bad bug right I, I did report it in there to them i just i was going to send an email to to let them know i totally forgot and it was it wasn't even like a big thing it was like type in this field and hit enter and then my stuff's down yeah it would boot us both out and the first time i did it it crashed your computer and that's all it was i was just trying to rename the recording file in the app thing and it crashed your computer Mm -hmm. that, that's a serious bug uh i'm not and since we're talking about that i'm not going to say what service it was um, can we say that it was not discord though oh yeah no it wasn't discord uh anyway but uh game sure. wants to know why i have to ruin all of it oh do i just think too much baby <laughs> i i missed a bunch of that because jesse's audio jesse's audio just took a dump am i am i way lower no it was just um it's like when noise reduction goes ape and tries to reduce everything yeah oh just for parts of it at least see that it's because we it's because they were Streamyard was like uh-uh don't be talking don't be talking <laughs> <laughs> okay so now back. Casper says i'm i'm messed up too no you're back now okay good yeah yours sounded like um you know it's like when you're on Zoom or something like that and someone else is talking, everyone else's audio kind of gets blah, 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 blah because the system thinks like, oh, if someone else is talking, this is the one I should be listening to. Their noise, we're going to dip them out. Right. That's what you sounded like. You were getting dipped out. Oh. Anyway, uh, th this is all too much inside baseball talk, I think. Well, except for when it's evident what's happening. Something weird. I mean, what, what a good 75% uh, to 80% of our audience right now are all podcasters. So <laughs> that's yeah. a good point. That's a <laughs> or good have point. been podcasters. Maybe that's the thing. That's the problem. We've been talking about the wrong stuff. Nobody's like, everybody's like, we don't care what movies you want to, you watch. 
Tell us about podcasts. <laughs> Tell us about why your mic doesn't work. We we do tend to inspire that in people, though. You know, we do. Yeah, at least three or four people that we were fans. Podcasters. Yeah, we're inspired to podcast. So we made them. <laughs> and Savannah's there to remind us that we need to knock it off. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about this nonsense. Oh, real quick. This kind of ties into, I guess, weird tech stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, last few weeks we talked about Loki. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes Melanie was over here when we'd watch it because I'd always watch it with Melanie. Uh, sometimes she wasn't. She was at her house. So we tried Disney Plus's Watch Together feature. Oh. It's frustrating. It doesn't oh. work very well. No. Sometimes it's it would disappointing. work. Yeah. They're freaking Disney. Like some <laughs> little company uh, that operates through a Chrome extension did it better. You're Disney. Why can yeah. you not? Like, it's very frustrating because it would. The whole thing is like you find the title you're going to watch and then you click the little thing and it says watch together. You click that and then you get like an invite link or whatever. Um, and then somebody needs an account. They can be on your same account and then they go to that link or whatever and join in and it's supposed to sync the video together. Yeah. Jasper said Xbox used to have that for Netflix years ago, uh, like a decade ago. I feel mm-hmm. like Netflix had something like that for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They don't have that like now Netflix, mm-hmm. but they still have that watch or whatever it is. Right. Um, there's third parties that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Movies anywhere has a thing. Game Tographer says, mm-hmm. um, was it Nintendo? Uh, Nintendo Switch for a long time had to have a like their own app so that you could talk on Fortnite. So like, like in order to do you know voice what VoIP function essentially what what mm-hmm. Discord does, uh, you had to have a, a app on your mobile phone so that you could use the microphone through your phone to talk mm-hmm. to your friends who were playing on Fortnite. Yeah. And of course, there was going to be some latency with that. And why would that matter in a real time, uh, you know, first person shooter or three quarter <laughs> right. person shooter? You know, like that could make the difference of, you mm-hmm. know, winning or losing. And, uh, and and now now you can just plug in to the top of your switch. Mm-hmm. But for a while there, they had a they had an app. It was like mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Jasper says he hates how Nintendo online is set up. I have not owned a Nintendo system in a long time. Uh, I, I was going to say since before them connecting to online was a thing, but that's not necessarily true because the Super Famicom had a oh, thing technically, yeah. back in the day. Anyway, right, right, right. Super Nintendo is the last Nintendo system I owned. Uh, but I've heard lots of people complain about how kind of like behind the times Nintendo's online aspects are. And then watching, I watch a lot of Mario Maker videos on YouTube and anytime like people are playing online together, and this is Mario, it mm. seems like everyone's on the worst connection in the world. It seems so janky. I'm like, how could you stand play it with that much lag? And that's not like that's a 2D Mario game. That's not a, mm-hmm. a map full of people running around in a 3D space. Like how 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 do you? It's weird. Mm-hmm. What's up, Jonathan? Jonathan says, cool podcast. Nice to see you again. It is, and it, it, it is again. Um, best 
online Nintendo product was GameCube. Jasper says Jasper. I think part of what you were what, what you were talking about as far as like connectivity with for Nintendo is uh, like I think the Switch is designed kind of organically to just connect to Wi-Fi, but Wi-Fi is not the best way to connect. No, yeah. Like in order sure. to connect straight to a LAN, you have to get an adapter. So mm-hmm. you have to get an ad- like a USB adapter so that you can plug your so that you can like hardline into your Switch dock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And get a full, you know, a full uh, internet connection. Well, like you're supposed to have soon. Hopefully, uh, the sky will be full of uh, what are those satellites, and the whole world will have internet. It'll just be one big internet ball, and then everybody <laughs> can play anything they want all the time. I'm I'm saying that un- unhappily, actually, because I that I don't like that. But uh, okay. Well, anyway. Real quick, because that makes me think of more things to talk about, but I want to wrap this little bit up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Disney Plus watched together was frustrating. Uh, we recently, Melanie and I watched, oh, I shouldn't even mention it because it's going to derail us, Rick and Morty mm-hmm. on, I actually, I really shouldn't have said it, on Plex, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, home server. Plex also has like free channels and different stuff you can watch. We might have been watching something, not Rick and Morty, on Plex that I had mm-hmm. downloaded. Mm-hmm. And uh, Plex has a watch together feature. And maybe it's because we're streaming it from my computer. Or like she was streaming it from my computer. But that worked perfect. Mm-hmm. Immaculate. Uh, yeah. And it's like Disney Plex <laughs> can get its act together mm-hmm. on this. Why can't you? And that's streaming from my computer. And maybe that's part of the deal. But it's like, that's just off my computer, you know, mm-hmm. through it. I believe off of a, a not even an SSD hard drive because it's on an external mm-hmm. and, and you're Disney. Yeah. You have yeah. server farms. They, I'm you've sure, got so. money to pump into it. Just stop being cheapos and pump the money into it. Get it right. Cause I mean, I like I can, with, with other services, not just it, um, with Plex. Sometimes, you know, there's there, you might not be exactly um, timed right with each other, but if you're not, it doesn't fast forward one person like Disney did uh, to, a, you know, ahead to try to sync them up and then still not have it right. And, you know, could you continue playing while the other person has stopped? You know, it was such a pain in the butt. It was, was ridiculous. I think that's part of the thing with Disney's. They, it was trying to be on sync, like Melanie said, to where it would speed one up then to match sync. But once it would do that, it would essentially once it would match sync again, it would lose sync. And mm-hmm. then, like, when one person pauses, it the other one would just keep playing. And it's like, that's that's beside the point, man. What are you doing? Right. Um, oh, Jasper's got... He says that he thinks the Steam Deck is going to be awesome. Have you guys heard of the Steam Deck? I have not. This is, like, yet another attempt at a console, or what? Basically, it is... Yeah, so before Steam, is, Steam had released, they had tried, like, a thing. Yeah. But this is basically Steam version of... A switch, but since it's Steam, it's basically it's just a PC that's kind of like a switch. Mm-hmm. It's got the it's got the big touch screen with the with the the handheld system. It will have a dock. Um, it's not exactly the switch, of course, but it's like Switch, but since it's a Steam machine, um, it's just a PC. And they're like, and it's gonna come with Steam OS on it, of course, but 
it's not locked down. You can put windows on there if you want. We don't care. It's, you know, it's your hardware. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, um, Thursdays at eight. <laughs> 30. Uh, yeah, how often how often we podcast? We maybe we'll stick with Thursdays at 8 for a little bit, see what happens. We keep talking about changing it, but mm-hmm. Thursdays at uh 8:30. 8:30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I don't know what time zone everybody's in, but yeah. Um Aha ha. Sorry, I'm laughing. Paul's <laughs> That's wouldn't steam be bad for the electronics. That's a bad dad joke. Bad dad which make the best dad jokes, a FYI. <laughs> uh, but of course, Jasper's going to derail us video game stuff. But yeah, no, the Steam Deck actually does look, excuse me, does look pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm How long of, before Epic Games does the same thing? I don't know, but you could install your Epic Game Launcher on this. Oh, oh fair like, enough. Whatever. You put Windows on there. You put Epic Game Launcher we could put other stores on there. We don't care. Touche, mm-hmm. Steam. Right. Touché. Which is like the best attitude to have. Yeah. It, and it's like the anti-Nintendo attitude. They're like, so this is our version of the Switch, except not Nintendo at all, because Nintendo's, you know, famously... Proprietary and you everything, can't... Yeah. Everything's mm-hmm. locked down. So, which, you know, whatever. That's Nintendo's thing. That's what make, It's the Apple. Nintendo and Apple are very similar, in my mind, with how they approach things. Right. Um... Let's see. Jesper says I would have to. Yeah, he'd have to check it out. The Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. The specs look good for what it is. That's the that's the whole thing. It's like so. OK. And they're like it can run. Something that surprised me is they're not like promoting it as like, you know, stream games from your PC. They're not even playing it like that. They're like it can run most AAA games or a portion of AAA games which is inferring that like it's beefy enough to run most of the games you can buy on there, mm-hmm. which is pretty bold. Mm-hmm. I, 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 is, do you have to charge it a lot? That's the thing. Like if you're playing something intense, right. And I don't think you're going to get ultra settings on anything that any like super advanced games on there. But if you're playing something that is taxing, it's going to, it's a gonna, switch. You have like to have like hours. a legit power source, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. I have like a third party, uh, switch dock so that I can leave the regular switch dock in the living room so I don't have to like mm-hmm. unplug it and move the whole thing into my mm-hmm. office uh, and if I don't have the right kind of like um, USB-C mm-hmm. power delivery cord right. then I, I can be playing Fortnite on my monitor here and mm-hmm. I'll be like slowly losing power right. or or just not charging at all kind of thing mm-hmm. because I'm not getting enough power uh, compared to what I'm putting out or what I'm using. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I know, and this is not necessarily the same, but uh, might if you recently got a VR headset that does, you don't have to plug into the computer. It's its own, has its own little computer system, but you, it, you have to charge it for like three hours for like an hour or two of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's ridiculous, you know, but right. it, and, and with other things, I'm sure it's a little different because you probably can leave, just leave it plugged in while you're using it. Um, but they need to, you know, they need to make batteries better so that we don't have to keep charging everything all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the thing, like as they make the electronics more powerful, like, yeah, you kind of need to adjust the, uh, battery consumption or just be like, well, mobile's not as plausible anymore as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's they, 
I'm definitely interested in it for exactly the reason that Lem points out. Uh, like 200 plus is probably like, <laughs> I feel like that's a conservative number for most people who have Steam. Like how many games do you have on Steam that you've never even installed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can take I, it with you. I was going to say, yeah, I was about to comment. Uh, they said they need to get through their 200 plus Steam library. That is... Like what was the exact number? That was that is extremely common. It's definitely the same with mine. There's so many games in there that I've never played, or there's games that I played like years ago, like the Max Payne games and the bunch of the old GTA games. Like at one point, Rockstar, there was a sale on all their games. I was like, even though I had played through all those, I was like, yeah, I'll buy them, I'll play them again, and then I just never play them. I can't remember the percentage, but it's something crazy, like only thirty. Five percent of all games purchased through Steam ever get played, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. People just buy them and then don't play them. And yeah. if you look through, you know, my Steam library, there's a bunch of stuff I've never even played. Right, but you know, there's only so much time in life, so you, you gotta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Steam is so good at though, like it's the sales, and it's the like, it's not necessarily a good thing, but they're so good at you know, like, oh yeah, hey. You might not have been thinking about playing this, but this is such a good deal, right? Check this out. You're like, and you, it you is a good better. deal. What if we, you know, then we'll have it, mm-hmm. right? And also, speaking of good deals, if you if you want good deals on Steam games, you know what you can do? <laughs> Go to a grogspodcast.com slash humble. That's our affiliate link for Humble Bundle because most of the games you buy on Humble, they'll just not all of them, but most of them because give you a, a Steam code to download it anyway. So. Yeah. And you'll be helping out charity. That's right. Yeah. So you can feel good while you save money and get awesome games to play. That is our affiliate link for... That you'll hopefully play. Maybe on a Steam Deck someday. Is that our only... Is that the only people we're affiliated with? I mean, not people, but group. Oh, uh... Just I could curious. I could also have uh, affiliate links for oh, I, I forgot there are two <laughs> places there's comic book comic book places there's basically uh, go to grolixpodcast.com and if you see an ad for something uh, I don't think I don't think I have Google ads on there any ads on there are like ones that affiliate. I place myself for mm-hmm. um, comic book places things from things from another world uh, and there's another comic book place that we have affiliate links for Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go to those places. Yay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Team talk. Did you say Lem? Was Lem. Yeah. Okay. That's his Lem actual says, name. Helping charity. Or if you're a streamer, giveaways. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I wonder how many Humble Bundle's another thing, like that contributes to the Steam like pile up. Uh-huh. But then again, like I I know I've looked through there and been like, wait, what was that? I never redeemed that code. What was that for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Because you buy bundles of stuff, and well, Gametographer was going through his uh, like his list of games he's never played, and uh, he was listing off like all these Lego games, and it was like, I bought a humble bundle too, uh-huh. <laughs> a Lego humble bundle or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. because I have a ton of Lego games that I've just barely even cracked. Like the only one I've actually played into. Hardly at all was maybe Marvel Superheroes one, and then I have Marvel Superheroes two on Switch, but I barely scratched the surface on that because I was like, maybe I need to play the first one first, and then my computer crashed. Mm. I oh man, there's a couple games I downloaded like uh, 
when I was doing I, not not even the not even the Twitch like uh, let's uh, the Twitch streams, but when I was doing random let's plays on the Grolix channels, mm-hmm. uh, Grolix YouTube channel, <laughs> there was games like. I'd, I would think of while doing the thing, be like, oh, what was that game? I'm going to buy that and play that sometime, and I'll buy that and then just never play a sure, yeah. video on it. Uh, yeah. Like that game that had David Bowie in it. <gasps> you have a game it? that has David Bowie in it? Yeah. I don't think it's a great game, but it's uh, Omicron or something like that. Mm. It was a Dreamcast game, mm. and I had randomly thought oh, wow. of playing that Judge Dredd first person shooter game I played through. Uh huh. <laughs> Because parts of the, some of the environment reminded me of it a little bit, and I was like, "What was that game?" And I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, that had David Bowie in it!" And uh, yeah, and I checked it out, and they it was on Steam, so I bought it, and I just never played it. But that's an old game. Mm-hmm. Is he a tiger? No, but I think he's like a alien creature thing. Hold on, let me. Let me, let me. <laughs> yeah. I always that, love the strange like David Bowie reference that I don't get, where he's a tiger. Yeah, it well, um, yeah, it is. It's a reference to actually a couple different things. I don't know, they do so many weird things with Bowie and everything. Um, Omicron, am I still okay? Omicron, the Nomad Soul. Uh, okay, it's a great name. I don't know what it makes me feel like the Futurama uh, alien king guy. Let me share my screen. Sorry, audio listeners. Five. Uh, there's David Bowie. I don't know what he is. He's not a tiger. Oh though. yeah, huh? Uh, he. I am the one they call the writer. I have been living on the m- multi-plane network for two hundred of your years. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's like <laughs> a. Um. Oh wow. Uh, you don't play as him. He's just like he's a character. But of course, they gave him like you know he gets the cover. Yeah, character. he's the thumbnail. Well, yeah. I like, feel like at this point, he also, I think, did the music or had something to do with the soundtrack. The main, mm-hmm. the only thing I remember, because this is a Dreamcast game and I used to room with somebody who had one. And the only thing I really recall from it was just being so lost, wandering around this 3D city and not mm-hmm. knowing where to go. And, uh, all right, Jasper, take it easy. And, uh, but it had a sweet, weird, like alien score or some weird sounds. It had a very interesting like atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That's all I really remember of it. It's got future alien strip clubs. That's always fun. Yeah. Ooh. Look at that. <laughs> Look at those polygons. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grolix podcast, folks. <laughs> this is what happened. This is why we don't talk about video games very often. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. All right, well, Jasper's gone. We can stop talking about games now. <laughs> no, he's he's he, he. That's what Jasper really digs. So, if he's going to derail us, it's usually with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I guess we didn't need to do news. Yeah. No, no, not even a little. I will do one news story because it's a non-story, but it's something that's interesting that I hadn't heard of. Uh, Jordan Peele, he released a poster for upcoming horror movie he's doing. I didn't know he was doing a horror movie, and nobody seems to know anything about it. But mm-hmm. it's called Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the titles to his films, man. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. What, is that like a chain coming from a cloud? It looks like I don't need to know more. I'm in. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
okay, it kind of looks like um, you know, those what do they call it? Like a streamer or a banner thing at like a yeah. used car lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it looks like if I look okay. at it close. Or a circus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, nope. that that really doesn't give anything away. <laughs> no. It, nope. Nope. And sure doesn't. Yeah, like a weird cloud in the sky. Yeah. What's this place? It's interesting. It's a town. Huh. Yeah, I I wonder wonder what it's about. Nobody knows yet. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it though. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't been disappointed, man. Yeah. Select sequences filmed with IMAX cameras. Oh, he's getting the IMAX treatment. The uh Hey, you're you're we'll throw extra money if you know you film certain sequences in IMAX and then we'll show it in IMAX and make you know extra money that way. <laughs> I feel like this uh, gametographer, I feel like that's a good response. I mean, like that movie was messed up. Get Out? Yeah. yeah Get Out was great. Um, mm-hmm. Us was good, but It was so... good, but not quite as... Cr- I mean, it was creepy, but not quite mm-hmm. as scary as... I don't right. know. Like, like, as unbelievable as Get Out was, it was like, oh no. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, but Get Out was... was it was scary and uh, weird, but it was still set in like this reality. And right. us was something different. Um, sure. It, and it, I still, it, it had a lot of creepy and maybe scary. I'm a sucker for jump scares. I don't enjoy them, but I get scared by birds flying out of bushes, you know, but like they're any, very effective. <laughs> <right>. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, uh, I w- in that way, I would say that maybe, us is more scary to me just because it's more more like that you know there's sure. more tension and, and jumpiness um but uh it's it, overall I'd, I'd say it's definitely le- less um real and less in, in, impactful so i don't you're not gonna poop if you watch it go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no there us you is have interest, it. us is interesting in that it is the concept is way more abstract and strange yeah. than Get Out. But I, oddly enough, I felt like it over-explained some things and didn't explain anything mm-hmm. uh, that it needed to. Right. Like, <laughs> Hands Across America. I was too young to really, like, I don't right. remember what that was. And that mm-hmm. is the central, important <laughs> comment that, like, if you don't, if you know what that is, then the, the whole, like, climax of the movie might make some sense. If you don't know what right. that is... It's like, well, why are they okay? Weird. Why are they doing that? Right. Uh, they won't hold your hand and walk you through it. Yeah. Eh. Nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if it was nice. <laughs> uh, no, not us. Get out was going to have a much darker ending. Uh, darker than it had. Whoa. I think originally, movie. at the end, it, I think it plays out the way it had. Spoilers for. I guess some spoilers for Get Out if you haven't seen it. Um, except instead of his friend showing up, it was going to be regular cops. And then oh, the situation no. was going to play out probably like you'd expect. Right. Which is, oh, would be crap. much, would be more impactful. Mm-hmm. But such a downer. changes the tone of the ending. Yeah. 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 Instead, is it like his, it, it's, it's a little unbelievable that his uh, security friend shows up, but it made for a happier ending. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I probably need a little levity after, you know, the whole theme of the movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Lem says, uh, so glad it didn't do that. Normally, that's the kind of change where I'm like, you ruined his vision. That's the whole point. It should leave <laughs> right, you. Right. The whole point of it should leave you feeling like a... Do you want a Snyder Cut? This is how we get Snyder Cuts. <laughs> but, like, you know, whatever. The movie's strong enough. They're, like, right. happy, audience-friendly ending doesn't ruin it at all. It's fine. Right. It's mm-hmm. probably a good call, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so other than that, we're not going to do any other news. The main thing was just like, hey, he's doing another horror movie that's awesome. And uh, that's a great title. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got me thinking. I didn't even. We didn't even do the Snyder Watch. We didn't do nothing. I was gonna play the video again. Well, we can. <laughs> nope. we can save it. We can save it for next time. Oh nope. yeah, yeah. Snyder Snyder Watch keeps man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Whether you want it or not, it's like a bad penny. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> it keeps coming up. All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap this up. Then, what do you guys mm-hmm. think? Yeah. Um, Jesse, wait. I was just thinking of the order we usually do things. Melanie. Well, first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, uh, no, it's okay. But, well, I'll, I'll be real quick because it does. It kind of ties in, not necessarily, but to, to um, the themes of Get Out. <laughs> it was it was just uh, they they recently it's kind of due to COVID and um, also Black Lives Matter and, and that whole thing. The it's interesting that the medical community has gotten really outspoken. There were a couple different papers written recently about um, racism in the medical field. And mo- most importantly, ra- uh, race being added into algorithms that they use to uh, calculate different things like, you know, in general, um, black people get urinary tract infections less often. Um, so they don't do certain tests for that for them usually because they probably won't have it, but then they have way more undiagnosed urinary tract infections because they don't really check them for that very often. And, but, and in kids, that's a big problem because it can lead to kidney failure and and stuff. Um, So, so that was one of the issues and osteoporosis is another one of those things um, that they've had that kind of problem with. So it isn't necessarily changing everything, but it's getting everybody talking about it. Um, and they're having big conferences about it now and stuff uh, about whether or not they should continue to use race as one of the um, factors right. in their algorithms and stuff. That's pretty. I actually, I think, interestingly, I think I've heard heard that story. Or I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting because it's not an intentional like. It is like a systemic racism, but it's not like an intentionally in uh, institute. Uh, what is it installed? Mm-hmm. system of racism it's like kind of accidental where mm-hmm. but it makes but that totally makes sense because it's it's just saying like hey here's these different hey computer algorithms here's these different things here's this information spit out whatever you know uh i'm losing it's uh, i can tell it's almost like the lupus thing man it's like it's not lupus so we're not even gonna think about lupus mm-hmm. because it's so rarely lupus yeah and then it is lupus. <laughs> right. No, right. It's like, ah, but he's got lupus. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, no. So it does seem like that's then a factor. They should tell the computer algorithm to be like, ignore this. This is not relevant when mm-hmm. factoring these, this stuff together. Ignore yeah. the race thing. Mm-hmm. Racist computers. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you know. It's, it's the future. <laughs> that's it. Welcome to the future. Well, my rambling 
losing track of what I was saying point earlier was alluding to like it was interesting that it's just purely on like people just didn't think about it when putting it into computer versus the other like computer race thing you hear a lot about is um AI and facial facial recognition having trouble mm-hmm. with with uh darker skinned faces mainly because but that's a little bit of like human racism because it's primarily based on programmers and then the material it's trained on right Mm -hmm. aren't usually that you know Mm -hmm. that dark so yeah i think a a problem with ai in every field uh kind of has a lot to do with the biases of the people that are programming it which is why it's not necessarily a good idea to just rely on it heavily for for anything except for finding um cancer and scanning donuts as barcodes then it's amazing Donuts as barcodes. Yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? No, that sounds like the story you should have done. Oh, they, yeah. <laughs> in, in Japan, uh, they people people like their bread wrapped indiv- or their bread products always wrapped individually. Um, but they or, no, they don't like them wrapped individually. They like them just on a, like a thing. So they couldn't put barcodes on them to scan. Um, and it was then they'd have to train people on all the different breads. So instead they trained an AI to scan the bread and re- recognize what it was and oh. use that to, you know, ring it up. And then a doctor was buying some donuts or something and was like, I wonder if this would work on cancer. Cause they kind of look like bread, apparently um, tumors, uh, I guess. And it works. So, so they're using it to scan for tumors too. Interesting. It, it shapes and stuff. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, occasionally edit a uh, show a medical image a sh- podcast about medical imaging and they've talked about AI quite a bit mm-hmm. um, it's it's a thing that they're interested in and it's for stuff like that it's to help mm-hmm. uh, recognize you know because otherwise it's doctors going through scans mm-hmm. uh, visually trying to like man yeah it doesn't sound like the most fun job it's important but mm-hmm. and so the idea is AI could help at least not necessarily take it over, but help maybe catch things that human doctors don't see. Donuts are good for us. Donuts cure <laughs> yeah. That's that's the takeaway I got. Donuts cure cancer. Yeah, and they may things. cause cancer, but they also cure it. If you take anything away from this episode, it's two things: donuts cure cancer, and computers are racist. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse. Yes. You got anything coming up that you want to tell people about? Uh, I just want to reiterate that our, our good friend Peter from Superior Comic Show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is doing a Kickstarter for his. He's creating a comic book, folks. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And it's called Balor. And you can find it on Kickstarter now. Uh, if you don't know how to find Peter, you just look for at Superior Comic 16 on pretty much any platform. He's on TikTok. He's on Twitter. We we've uh, interacted with him mostly from Twitter, but he's also on on TikTok, and he's been doing um, the hashtag SNS challenge, which I kind of started uh, just to bring mm-hmm. him back, but also to kind of help get uh, some eyes on Valor. So right. please go check that out. Uh, by the way, earlier, uh, Lem, what games are you all playing on the regular? We're not going to get sidetracked. I've been playing Satisfactory. Uh, but I haven't been streaming anything, so I've basically just been playing Fortnite. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, Jesse I'm is like, Jesse I'm like a 13 year old boy. Fortnite. <laughs> what am I going to do? 
Fortnite and yeah. TikTok. Oh, I'm my regressing God. backwards slowly in Ooh, time. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's fun. You know, it's really fun. <laughs> Like, it's one of those things that I resisted for so long. It's one of those things, like, when, when you just can't stand the fact that, like, your students come into the class, and that's all they'll talk about. And it's like, will you please talk about something else, anything else? I don't care what else. Uh, <laughs> and so it's like, you start to kind of hate that game, right? But, mm-hmm. like, now I'm playing the game, and I'm like... I get it. It's got a timeless thing. <laughs> it's got it's it's a it's super fun. Yeah. And I get to be Daredevil or uh Black Panther or K- I'm Cable a lot. I like to play as the uh the X-Force crew. So, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a skin right now that you, that is like basically Tron but without a face. Cool. Like I'm I'm all in on that. I I have like a glider where you have like a light trail behind you and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Your cartoon murder games. Man, man. I resisted it so long. Just like coffee. I didn't want to drink coffee. I never wanted to be a coffee guy. I love coffee so much. And mm. Fortnite. They're the same. <laughs> I can't <laughs> live without either one. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not really a gamer though, so I don't have I don't have anything I'm playing except like phone games. Well, though you have been playing that one phone game, and that's a dungeon crawler. So what was what was that game? Uh, Shattered Pixel Dungeon, I believe it's yeah. called. You were playing that a bunch. Yeah, I still it's uh, it's hard, but I like it. It's like old school. I mean, graphically, it's like an old school pixel game mm-hmm. where you run around dungeon. It's an action RPG thing. Yeah, I was impressed. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. you're playing an action RPG dungeon crawler that looks mm-hmm. like a pixel game. That's very not like you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because I usually do puzzle games and crap like that. That's mm-hmm. I like brain stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of almost in between games. Mm-hmm. It's just because you go you blow through them so fast. That's well, why you're you're always in between games. Uh, satisfactory. I just kind of ran it. I'm not quite there, but I'm approaching a thousand hours in Satisfactory. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does that feel like a satisfactory amount of hours no no well if i'm in it yeah then i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna get three thousand hours but then if i inevitably i'll get to the point where it's like there's not really anything left for me to do i can make another like cool factory and make some stuff but like why then then no then i start to like think maybe i don't need to put eight to nine hundred hours into this game it's it's great but uh whatever go play it. it's amazing amazing mm-hmm. game and that's why you don't play your other Steam games. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who needs 200 other ep- uh, other titles when you only play one? Yeah, I've, I've been on the simulation games for a while. I started playing a little bit more uh, T- Empire TV, t- 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 TV Empire IQ or something. Um, it's fun, but it's kind of slow. <sighs> Speaking of... Let's pick up the pace and end this thing. Oh, real, uh, real quick though, since since he gave us that last topic, uh, if you guys are on Twitch, check out the Gametographers on Twitch. Is it yeah. uh, Twitch.tv/slash the Gametographers? Check it out. He does all sorts of like game photography and all all sorts of stuff. He's got like two or three Twitch channels and several TikToks. But check him out. Game photography. Game photography, yeah. Wow. It's fascinating watching you, him do it, too. What do you mean? 
like uh you know like screen screen capture but way more elaborate like there's photo editing software for like taking a moment in a game and then just like yeah no i love that even more dramatic it's awesome yeah it does some great work it's like east shade but for everything that's super fascinating to me that's awesome i i kind of it's 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 kind of the machinima version of photography right like where machinima was using games to make videos yeah 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 that's that's awesome uh that was what kind of one of my favorite when i was doing the skyrim uh live streams pimping out some nice uh thumbnails based on screenshots and taking screenshots in skyrim kind of became one of my favorite aspects of that (laughs) so anyway pretty cool and i apologize if i super simplified that but like Mm. (laughs) that's the best way i could describe it i guess yeah i'll have to check it out that's awesome um Friday the Thirteenth off a little bit, but I will be, I will be doing a GCU, be, mm-hmm. uh, because I was like, you know what? There's one more Friday the Thirteenth movie I haven't talked about. Might as well throw another Friday the Thirteenth special out there, mm-hmm. and so that'll be for GCU. I don't know exactly what. I kind of want to approach it a little bit differently, um, but that's not for a few weeks now. So mm-hmm. that's the only thing I could think of offhand that mm-hmm. I should pimp. Unless you need podcast editing, go to podedit.com. P O D E D I T. Yes, game photographer, do drop a link, please. Yeah, do it. I'll leave. <laughs> you know what? I'll wait. And I'll <laughs> we've got to. I feel podcast. like we've got a delay to. Uh, oh, um, it might not show here. Hold on. Showing. I'll hop over to. Let me hop over to Twitch and see if it'll show me over there. We're not looking uh, at the chat directly through Twitch, and it's it's censoring it here. It's weird. Why? Why would it do? Well, that? generally, it's not a bad thing because spammers bots will just come in and drop. Yeah. 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 Links. Oh sure. Spam. <laughs> so give me just a moment. Okay. What I meant to do. You can have a moment. Didn't I do this last week? I got all frustrated because I was like, because I was trying to get into Twitch's, like, where are your, where's the. Oh, yeah. But you were spam? trying to kick somebody, the, right? Like, the there moderate, was a, yeah. 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 Cause that, that time there was a spammer. Yeah. Right. I'll get there. Because polite people ask permission, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, that's. Super nice of him, actually. I do appreciate that. I'll get there. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of like Ratchet and Clank um, photos because uh, the new Ratchet and Clank came out. But like, there's a lot of games that have like a cool photo mode. This is like a whole aspect of gaming that I haven't really, I hadn't mm-hmm. really thought about. But like, it makes perfect sense, especially mm-hmm. with technology like ramping up to make it that much better. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I think about it, there's not there's very few games anymore that I've played that don't have a, 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 like a photo option. Right. So, yeah, um, when I I mean, it's because Skyrim, you know, Sky, well, Skyrim's great anyway, but Skyrim's you can. Great. But like you have to go to the menus and switch the thing off to like get rid of the UI and then hop back and whatever. And then after that, I was playing that Mad Max game and mm-hmm. Mad Max has like a dedicated screenshot like mode where you pause and go into it and it gives you like filters and all kinds of stuff and i was like yes this is amazing do all games do this now because it's great i love it (laughs) oh god i'll spend even more time on fortnite lamb (laughs) if you teach me how to do it in fortnite i did take a couple screenshots but they were just because i was like i gotta prove it to people that i can win i can win sometimes (laughs) (laughs) i did kill everyone as rick sanchez 
But were you I'm a Jesse, pickle? I, I'm Jesse Rick. <laughs> you. <laughs> I just watched. I can't remember what episode, but you know I've been rewatching Rick and Morty with Gabe on Thursdays. On Thursdays, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> my niece goes up here too. Well, both of them actually. So we're sitting there, we're watching it, and I forget sometimes that they're so young. Uh, and we had already got we we had just gotten past Pickle Rick, but something happened, and they were like, my the little one, the eight year old. She's like, what, what what does that mean? And I'm like, oh. Oh, you know what? You probably shouldn't even be in here right now. Go in the other room. <laughs> I'm not explaining none of this to you. <laughs> hey, Lem, which which uh, what URL were you trying to uh, to send in there to your Twitch channel to one of the links on your Twitch channel? Because I'm on your Twitch channel now, and I'll just share it myself since I'm old, too old for Twitch even, and I can't figure out how to get to see what you had posted. <laughs> mm-hmm. We could, I think it was sharing his gallery, but mm-hmm. it just looks like three little dots in okay. our chat. Yeah. In that case, I don't know if, how well this is going to come across. In, But if you're watching this, you can look in the show notes. Or yeah, if you're watching yeah, it later. I will include oh, it in the show notes. If it was yeah. the gallery. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's I, I shared it just now. Oh. Yeah, if you're on Twitch. Okay, I see. Um, but PWLLEM at smug or dot smugmug.com and yeah i'll include that in the show notes too because why not okay okay awesome um thanks everybody thanks for watching yeah thanks for listening we'll be back i guess next thursday yeah at 8 30 so. yeah uh, everyone else is streaming <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i was gonna mention because paul he told me you know whatever the, the actor is playing pinhead it is gonna be hosting a live podcast on thursdays at eight on twitch and he's like it's getting crowded on thursdays and uh i was gonna mention it and then i was like wait why would i do that I <laughs> mention that on our show while we go live <laughs> yeah on thursdays at eight. Right. uh so much easier to say the gametographers.com right if you don't have, you if you have that url you can always set up a redirect or something much like if people wanted to i don't know go to humble bundle and use an affiliate link they could do a grogspodcast.com slash humble bundle or just or type they, in uh nerdsounds.com and see where it takes you see where that's <laughs> really weird it might you might wind up here weird. maybe if you're like hey i feel like supporting someone on patreon you could type in grogspodcast.com slash patreon or i guess the less convoluted way and just patreon.com slash grogspodcast point is uh you know what what is it, what are they called? L- links. <laughs> Redirects are fun. I, I, I think it, like I, I wonder like uh, how many people are going to use nerdsounds.com and expect to see me like smashing a toy box. Mm-hmm. And be like what's this? What's this? He's just not smashing any toys. I don't see any toy mm-hmm. smashing on here. Why is he talking about Loki? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. All right. All that stuff and more. Yep. Next week, we swear. We'll have a topic. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or we swear. I thought this was the Grolix podcast where we don't swear. Uh, next week, a lot of beeping. <laughs> next week, we swear. We get so many fired. <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available 
at grogspodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grogspodcast.com slash live. Thanks for tuning in, Lem. Yeah. Yeah. And only Lem. Screw everyone else. <laughs> and everyone else. And also our other friends. I think I think he was last one left, actually. Oh, yeah. Last man standing, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, actually, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. About the time we started talking exclusively to him, everybody else was like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs>